Welcome to episode 31 of The Pod at the End of the Universe. I'm Quinn Operated Chris. Strike Master Ellis. He's back. He's back! The Silver Sorry. Fox. Go for Gibby. <laughs> we're, the four, we're the Fantastic Four once again. I think you apologize in less than five seconds. That's a new record for this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. it for you. You stopped apologizing. Nope, That's he right. hasn't apologized for from... anything anymore. <laughs> I just swear and I keep going. Beep. <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah, I think... Yeah, the say cutting the podcast goes. So I was like, man, we really swore really fast in this one. Yeah, it's almost fun. We should, have, almost a, we should proud, have like a stopwatch like each episode. <laughs> it's like a proud moment. Ding! It's, it's like I was the first one this time. Yes. It's different when you're just a listener, but yeah, it's uh, like oh, okay, there you are. Right. We we you earned it. You know, you yeah, earned right. the tag. This is not a safer minivan. It's not minivan friendly podcast. That is correct. Unless you're by yourself. That's true. In a minivan, that's true. Well, that's your only mode of transportation. No, yeah, that's true. I said that was true. Yeah, it's true. It's damn true. I question. Did everybody watch the Ant Man trailer? Oh yes. I have not. Ant Man and the Wasp. I guess no. Yeah, yeah I've heard. I've heard it's all kinds of wonderful. Evangeline Lilly looks amazing in the. Does she? The yeah, I read that they gave her wings and stingers, just like the wasp in the comics. Yeah, like the, the yeah. thing. The Hello Kitty Pez was pretty amazing too. Mm-hmm. Although there was no Michael Pena, so people are like, "Oh my god!" You know, maybe they're just saving mm-hmm. yeah. the Hello Kitty. What did you say? Pez dispenser. Oh. At the end, like there's a fight. I guess they're all shrunken down. There's a fight, and so you see a huge. It looks huge, and it's a Pez dispenser. Dispenser, excuse me. Going oh, I see. Gotcha. It's Hello Kitty. Nice. Hello Kitty. <laughs> so they sold one ticket. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And I'm very excited. I just got our tickets to Black Panther. Which just... Which, have you heard everybody freaking... Yeah, Yeah. the trailers are just... I've never seen anything like that. Well, and people have gone in there. They have, like, a... You can't... They can't give reviews right now until, like, a... 10 days beforehand, I think it is. Mm -hmm. Because it's not rated still and all that kind of stuff, so... Um, it's not but, rated, really. Yeah, it's it. I, saw, I think I saw it close, was. Right? Yeah. I think I saw it was still not rated. Okay. What is that? But mean, people it? were freaking out, about like how good it losing was. their minds about how good it was. The special effects it just look unbelievable. Oh yeah. Well, it's that car flip and him landing on the yeah. car. That yeah. They, and at the end, we're uh, in the first trailer. I guess they call that what the teaser trailer, where he, um, where then they go and they have the little like. <laughs> And then they do the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that just, you're just like, I gotta see this goddamn yes. movie. Yeah, yeah. And now, now. Did you see that anything about the red carpet? No. The red carpet was cool. They they had everybody, They I guess they put out a thing to everybody who was attending from, from the cast and they said dress in royalty. Oh, type of neat. things, right? So like Lupita Nyong'o had like that, like that really royal purple, but with like these gemstony harness thing, and then the men, oh, some of the men had like the traditional. Was this African- in London? No, this was in Hollywood. This was uh, L.A. They've already had the red carpet for it. That L.A. Seems, yeah, it, it was I last. It was like two weeks. What the hell? Friday. Yeah. I, I don't understand how movies work anymore. Yeah, it was like last Friday because okay. Chris Hardwick went to it because um, he was bummed because Lydia is. 
filming something or something like that. So uh, he had okay. to go by himself. But yeah, they. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, but all their there. It was the most colorful carp. Like it was purple carpet actually. Oh, uh, okay. It was, like the royal, like royal color, because purple was the color of royalty. Nice. But it was really cool. Yeah, I don't. Know, I just. Yeah, I, 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 I encourage you I to look to, it up. I thought it came out. It was coming out in late February, not in like early. It's mi- middle. Sixteenth. <clears throat> oh my God, she does look beautiful. I know. I everybody oh, just look looked. Uh, she was stunning. Wow. Of course, I'm a fashion. Really I love fashion stuff. But yeah. so I was just sitting there like, she's one of my favorite. Oh, I always look gorgeous. for her because <laughs> she just wears the most interesting stuff, and she's just stunning. Yeah. She's real classy. Yes. And um, <clears throat> Chadwick, oh, yes. Bo- Chadwick Boseman was <laughs> wearing bad. this really cool um, jacket with a print. Like, he, it was everybody like, I'm like sitting there going, the that is the best looking red carpet I've <laughs> yeah, ever right? seen for a premiere ever. It's not even red carpet. It's purple. Yeah, it's purple. Yeah, purple, well, carpet. purple red carpet. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you have Craven. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Um, since we two, two quick news. And we actually <laughs> mentioned this on our, <laughs> we had mentioned this on our last show, but I'm, we're just going to reiterate. Um, Craven Comics will be selling at Galacticon, which is Saturday, February 24th in Middletown, Delaware. That's a one-day show. And then they are also going to be at the Garden State Comic Fest, uh, Saturday, April 7th and 8th at the Showboat uh, in good old Atlantic City. So um, we highly encourage you to come out and uh, buy their stuff. Unfortunately, Chris will not be performing. I already asked. No, Chris is not performing. At the what's show part board. of his? What's part of his bits? Like, what does he do when he's there? I don't know. Motorcycle it's like, tricks. It's showboat. Come on, you have to be a chorus girl or something. Yeah, you got to be a showboat. He said Probably no. Maybe jump sharks or something. Yeah, see, he yeah. said no. <laughs> he juggles comics. <laughs> <laughs> he reads them very fast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Are we ready for some weekly roundup? Sure. What do people have? There were some deaths. Did you want to talk about the, the, the big death that you made us all aware of? Oh, yeah, Mort Walker. <laughs> do you remember? Oh, Mort Walker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez, uh, what was he, 94 years yeah. old? Yep. Beetle Bailey, High and Lois. And High and... and what, what was there? Uh, Lois and Beetle Bailey, I think, were brother and sister, technically. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know. I'm pretty sure that's how it was. It, it became a spinoff. High and Lois was a spinoff from Beetle Bailey. I remember reading huh. this when I was growing Gotta up. learn the continuity. Yeah. I always hated Miss Buxom. I, I, I'm i going to come out of the closet and admit to you, I never read comic strips. It was never wow. a thing for me. I know, isn't that ironic? I read it. I read them every day. Oh my gosh. And then Sunday, Sunday especially, yeah. with the Redding, the Redding Eagle. Eagle, yes. Um, they had, which they still have like four or five pages worth, but they used to have a ten-page pullout on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Wow. I tried, but I was always like, "There's like it's with the Phantom, crazy. there was like three panels." I'm like, "Am I supposed to remember what the fuck?" Yeah, happened? Like, yeah. <laughs> you had the Phantom, you had the Prince Valley, Tarzan, you had Brunhilda. I, I love yeah. Brunhilda. Wasn't there Tarzan for a while? Yes, yeah. it's still going. Every it's Anything all that was still probably going. Like a can. Most of the other one yeah, I okay. really liked. And, well, the thing there's different ways that they had it, and there's then there's different little cuts they would make. Uh, a panel, like they can make four panels or three panels or one panel, and then they sell it based to each newspaper differently, based off of how much space they have. Okay. And so some of them, there's always like a throwaway gag in the front in the first one, and then the next two or three are connected. Hmm. You know. I had no idea. Yeah, it's. I remember when it was a Dark Horse started collecting them. Or was it was IDW. They started putting out those big, beautiful hardcover books where they would collect like years worth of. My IDW was always Calvin and Hobbes. Fanographics does some IDW and yeah, Hermes mm-hmm. does a lot. Like Buck, I forget who's doing Buck Rogers Hermes. right now, but yeah, okay. Hermes Press does a lot of the Phantom and a lot of the old like newspaper strips. I don't know. They just got the reprint rights. I see. 
think some of the newer ones, um, is it Macmillan or whatever? Like a regular book press does it too. Yeah, I have, um, well, I think I have all the Calvin and Hobbes books. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the one that I I had every single one. I have every book because <laughs> I loved Calvin and Hobbes. I used to like um, Foxtrot as well, mm-hmm. which is a newer one. But and when we say newer, that's like twenty years. Boondocks, right. that's that's a newer. Yeah, it takes a while. Boondocks. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I did read the Boondocks once in a while because I love the TV there's a, show. Yeah, the car- yeah, yeah, there's a cartoon too now. There was a dog Marmaduke. Yeah, I remember reading Marmaduke a couple times. The guy who died. What was his name? Mort Walker. What did he do? Beetle uh, Bailey. Beetle Bailey and Beetle. High and Lows. That oh, was okay. Beetle Bailey was the really lazy guy that was in the army. Yeah, yeah, and I remember the creepy, that. Yeah. Like commander of the base with yeah, the creepy sergeant type guy. Yeah, like the old man with the uh-huh. young blonde, very buxom secretary. That was on a Wednesday. That, so that was what you were talking about. Where you kept going like this with your yes. <laughs> that was on a Wednesday. Yes, and yeah. then Wednesdays um, weren't safe for kids. And then oh wait, his, so weird. I knew that. And so his wife was day. like a battle axe. Like she was the big, huge, you know. They were uh, okay. like Brunhilda. totally emasculating. Yeah, yeah. Brunhilda type, but it totally emasculating. Yeah. Very I loved her. <laughs> Isn't there a similar comic book character from Beetle Bailey? Isn't there like an analog where there's another army guy like that? He's almost a. He's very. There's stupid. one who's even dumber. He, Beetle Bailey's just lazy. The other yeah. guy is really stupid. I can't remember his name. Yeah, kind of. I think he appeared in like Dell Comics and stuff. I was. Uh, okay. Like, yeah, Beetle Bailey's just lazy. It's not dumb. He's just lazy. Lazy. Yeah, Mort Walker died of pneumonia in Stanford, Connecticut. Well, here's to you, Mort. Yeah. Mort. Sorry, I'll try to read more Sunday funnies. <laughs> Uplift us. Yes. Or is there any big uh, news? Shall we do the oh. huge one with Valiant? Well, this mm. isn't going to uplift us. <laughs> but sure, let's get all get all the bad ones out. Yeah, let's yes. get the shit. Well, it's not Valiant's, necessarily bad, but it, it yeah. knows. Yeah. Well, they said, sky is falling type of thing. Well, they, they said Valiant, uh, Valiant was acquired by DMG. But I saw a, tw- a tweet. Digital you know, media. Go- Di- digital media. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Digital it stands for let's make superhero movies and make lots of money. Yes. I guess yeah, to be cash, fair, they had already owned a portion. Some, yes. Yeah. So uh, it was one of those things where I saw somebody tweet out and said, that's fine as long as they don't mess up the comics. And right. they said and basically that they're still on track to bring the same great character driven comics. Dinesh then, is staying on as a consultant. That came out in one of the later... Two of the three guys that are leaving resigned. are staying on as and that's consultants. Tim Burton not... stayed on to consult on Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Ooh. Well, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. So, Because if you're going to bring it into the real world, my company was sold to SAP. Um, it's, it was con- Concur was sold to, uh, and to SAP. And Rob, you don't want people knowing where you work. I don't don't give credit. (laughs) It's a huge company. I'm part of SAP. Do you know how big SAP is? It's enormous. I don't. I guess. Yeah, SAP is one of the biggest. They translate things into Spanish, right? Mm. That's a dumb joke. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a it's a cloud based software company. Okay. Yes. Um. But it's it's so basically they did it. But the president and the person who create who who started Concur, stayed on as a consultant for a few years to make sure that transition was was good and it's fine. And then he just left the end of last year. So it's not like always a bad thing when someone stays on and goes, no, you're right. In comics, usually that just means you get a small little paycheck and then you come in like once every two or three months 
you know, but... I, I have concerns. It's certainly I'm, possible. I, I definitely have concerns. I hope it's not. There's just a few it's things a, they, need, they need to keep the, the amount of comics quality. low, the quality high. Keep it tight, high and tight. Because, like, the yeah. worst thing they can do is, like, just flood the market with stuff that nobody's going to buy. Yeah. yeah. 30 comics. And they're <laughs> going to come out with them 30 a week. What What was the gut punch? I, I don't remember which website it was on. It was right before you messaged us. I was on either Comic Book Resources or Newsarama. And, um... The piece of art that they chose to use was the crappiest, shittiest piece of artwork. And I think it had Roku, it had Ninjak, it had Bloodshot, and it had a fourth character. And I was like, oh! So it was like, not only was it like the gut punch of, oh my god, Valiant was sold, then it was like this shitty piece of artwork. And I was like, ugh, is this the way the company's going? But it doesn't sound that way. It sounds like they're keeping the same creative teams on the books... So let's just hope. Yeah, maybe it's a Disney thing. Maybe we'll just make, you know, let them, you know, let the company yeah. make them. We'll just get the, you know, the profit. You do what you do and make us money. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I'm, that's what I'm hoping. It's, I'm hoping it is. Because otherwise Dark Brian's going to come out. Dark Brian! So they've, been doing, they've been around almost, like, the re, this relaunch of Valiant's been almost 10 years now, I think. Yeah. It's pretty pretty long. Yep. Well, and I, last time Valiant got purchased, that wasn't good. With a claim. A claim, right. Ooh. Ooh. If you remember... You were all initially upset about the Crusaders, uh, and then it turned out that it's the exact same friggin' writer. You are so right. From New Crusaders when it was an internet-based thing. Yes, exactly. And I'm loving that book, by the way. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, loving that book. Are you going to tell the rest of the class? Yeah, we, well, we're trying we to get just, the bad news out of the way. We're trying to get the bad okay. news out of the way before the good stuff. And I was like, do you have any more shitty pieces of news? Because I have, I have one that's more it's Give more me some shitty. <laughs> You want me to go? Yeah, yeah. Shit on I read that PETA wants the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to go vegan. To which, what? of course, I immediately f- flipped off my screen because... Do they eat meat? Seriously. They eat pizza. pepperoni pizza? They eat pizza. Oh, yeah. That's but it has pepperoni pizza. That. That's weird. That's a weird thing. The- PETA, they, they need punch to pull... people in the face. They're like, make them eat something nicer. <laughs> yeah. They... But, uh, oh, my God. This is getting to be a very weird world. But Very. Like, I don't know how much more I can handle. Why is PETA even weighing in on that? Who right. Why would they suddenly you? take an interest in well, that particular obscure... Well, it's not an obscure comic book property. I kind of want to, like, mean. find something. Thing. Like, like find a PETA person. Like, find an old, like, um... Like, an old fur coat. Find a PETA person. Just throw it on them. <laughs> well, and see what they do. There's, there's plenty of good, you know, animal-oriented organizations. Animal rights. And They're then not good. Well, but what no. I'm going to say, Peter's in the business of getting their name out there. Yeah, so no, they're, they're that's what terrorists. it was about. I guess I'm trying to figure out what the problem. Well, I don't know if they're terrorists. They, no, they're, they are. They they are they 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 deal in terrorizing people in Seattle. They were very active, and they, they would they will like if they found like even if you were wearing a faux fur coat, but they thought it was real. Yeah. They would come splash up you. and they would splash you. They yeah. would, they will punch you. And I've seen them attack verb, you know, physically. Attack yeah, when people. I lived in Seattle in the late nineties, it was a big problem. Like around the Symphony downtown, places like that, where you have well-to-do standing in line to get in, they will come up and they will cause all kinds of problems. Never wore your so should I stay out of the sewers? Never wore your fur No, I kept my stole at home, my <laughs> mink and my stole. I just, I guess why? Like, why do you think that's what they're like? You, you'd think they don't want people. Like showing harm toward animals, and because it's all anthropomorphic characters, that would be more something to tackle. Not like, why are they eating pepperoni? I yeah. think it would be more upsetting. So of, random. Wow. Of you have these these you are forcing these poor turtles to fight people. Right. 
You think that would be it? No, Some they're eating pepperoni that pizza. Is crazy random. What other turds do we have before we get to the good stuff? <laughs> well, it's not a turd, but I just, um, I, I just thought it was weird. So there, you know, the um, Krypton's coming out. We all know that. Yes. Right? yes. There's been another announcement for another Superman show. This is going to be streamed on DC's uh, app that yet to be announced. Uh, Warner Television is, will explore Metropolis in a new live-action series right, about the city. That. It's going to debut um, with Lois and Lex Luthor as the main characters investigating. So it's pre-Superman, just like... I did see this, that, and I, I totally ignored it because I was like, no. I, that sounds interesting to me. I don't it's know. interesting because well, I have two shows on in the Superman universe that don't involve Superman. It just seems a little weird. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. But, you know what? I, I can't deny that Gotham is wildly popular. People love that show. For some reason. Uh, so, uh, you know, hey, maybe it'll... But you said it's not going to be on a network, right? It's going to be on their streaming... Yes, it's going to be on their digital brand platform, with which is Titans is going to, the Young Justice Outsiders is going to, and then the, I guess there's a Harley Quinn uh, I can't series. keep up with this shit. So, the re- I... Follow my train of thought here. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. No. Chris is a wrestling fan. <laughs> I am. And in I wrestling... Watched, uh, I was on Raw on Monday. I saw yeah. it on Facebook. The, the big heavyweight champ, his finishing move is a small little DDT. Let's say it, it's that. So when you have six matches before it, you're not going to have some guy just randomly doing DDTs everywhere. Yeah, you don't use somebody else's finish. Because then it would devalue... What? What the fuck is a DDT? Okay, so you wrap your arm around your opponent's head. You put it right, right under your little armpit here. Yeah. And there yes. You jump and fall back. Like you spike uh, the. What does that stand for? Is it an acronym? It's, or? it's a it type of poison. It was popularized by Jake the Snake Roberts. I re- okay, I know the move. I just never knew it had he a He was name. the only one that used it. It was so lethal. I almost lost it. Right. He did on Ricky, the dragon I've seen it happen. Outside, but then, like, I've seen it happen. Oh, yeah, I, just, I know what they're talking about. I just, I just was like, was when you're saying yeah. this, I was like, teacher, I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> Faith Thank did you raise your question. <laughs> I did raise Ms. my Gopher. hand. <laughs> um, but you devalue it when everybody starts throwing around there and like, boom, 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 right. boom. So maybe they don't want to devalue Superman for the movies by having him in every television show. So they have the characters surrounding him, yeah. and they actually kind of create an aura around Superman. So when he does show, it's like, whoa, it's a big event. Yeah, make a Legion I mean, show where they worship Superman, or like not worship him, but like he was their inspiration. Inspiration, yeah. right? Which I think right now we're supposed to see it as Supergirl was their inspiration. So when Superman shows up, we go, whoa, his face is fucked up. Oh, yeah, his, have, his look is distorted. I think it's odd to have two concurrent shows that will build on his background but not involve him. I'm not saying both shows have to involve the character. I just think it's weird, a little odd to go with those properties. You know, what if maybe? Do, I'm sorry. He was there the entire time, and we learn at the end of the first season he was there, but in a different way. Well, with Krypton, I, the more I read about it, the more I'm interested because apparently it's going to jump around in time with Krypton at least. Or yeah, like, it's going to actually have. Some... And there's going to be several established DC heroes. I heard the Omega Men, uh, Adam Strange. Nice. Several established DC characters are going to be on there. And this will have Luther and Lois. I'm titillated. <laughs> I might try the crypt. Here's the thing. My bigger concern. My bigger concern about all this. That's where I wish it was a video podcast. <laughs> And this is my old fart. This is my old fart coming out. But holy Christ! Like with what Comcast charges for basic cable or FiOS or Directv or whoever the fuck you're with, how in the hell are we supposed? Where do you draw the line now? So now I'm supposed to pay for Hulu and Amazon Prime, and I'm supposed to pay for Netflix, and DC's going to have a streaming service, and Disney has a streaming service, like. Half your paycheck is going just to keep up with these fucking shows. Well, so, they expect you, you to drop your cable 
and just go, go for the with streaming. Yeah, I was going to say if you. Oh no. oh no! I was going to say, don't you wish there was some kind of box yeah. where you could plug everything in, and then you had some kind of like thing where you could just go up and down and choose every single one. Well, what is order. this fire stick thing that people talk about? It's like a rook. So what it is, it's 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 your gateway to get there. So if you buy a fire stick, you still need to pay for like. Uh, so that, no, you there's this illegal thing that you can buy, like on eBay. That's illegal. My friend, my friend has one on the back of her television. <laughs> they can see someone, everything, yeah. even stuff that's in the theater now. You're not advocating yeah. that. That's I don't no, know how to do that. And that is not this friend that he's talking about. I don't know how to do it, but my from what I understand, the term is an unlocked fire stick. Is that what you're talking about? When people well, take all the front they put it on eBay. Like if it's you illegal, void your I, warranty though when you're doing this, or if something happens. Uh, you know, okay. But I wonder if you bought one of those, like if you risked the law and you bought one of those, would that allow you to access all this streaming shit? Let's, uh, I mean, I guess. Let's meet behind the dumpster. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> because it's getting crazy. It's getting it's getting too fractured now. Yeah, it's, I think more it's going to be the police going after people, like where yeah, they use I mean, Jack you know, type of thing to set people on drugs and murders. Like Roku has like an IP address and something, so it's not a good idea, probably. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what happens in oligarchy, Brian. <laughs> I was going to say, if you could... I'm going to radicalize you. There you go. There you, I'm, in, I'm in. If you could find yourself waiting for things to be thrown onto Hulu or Netflix, you could probably cancel your your cable. Like, if you could wait for all of, uh, let's say, Riverdale yeah. to go up. Like, if you could wait the whole season and watch it, like, all in, like, a couple weeks, you probably could just switch. Because they, they put them up either on Hulu true, or Netflix. True, true. All right. I have two other... All right, okay. now we're up to eh. <laughs> my first is um, Kevin Feige says it's too soon to think about Fox slash Marvel crossovers. I didn't see that. That's crazy. Too I soon. did see yeah. that. I saw the headline. I hadn't read yeah. the article. Like a joke after a disaster. Too it'll, soon. it'll take like a year plus to even merge. Yeah. They, yeah, they have to divest have themselves of it. Yeah, well, so I think that they, was everybody him going, settle down, nerds. Yeah. Settle yeah. down. Like they have to legally divest themselves of a certain strategic <laughs> some strategic uh, spots and close yeah. a few down just so they can uh, give the yeah. appearance that they're not monopolizing. So yeah. Can't they just have somebody like I'm right by the screen and be like, what's up guys, you want to get a beer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know who that was. That, was insert- that sounded more like Rick. Like, I like it. Yeah, so can't they just insert Deadpool in like a couple of different places? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Because that's one that Fox got right. Yeah. Fox didn't get right. Ryan Reynolds got it right. But, you know... By extension, they got it right. Yeah. He forced Fox to get it right. <laughs> I recently watched Logan. Man, they got that right. Holy crap. Man. Oh, I'm glad you finally watched it. You were holding out on that one for some time. I, I was just waiting for the right price. We bought it. At, oh, I cool. Think, and mm, it have you still seen Deadpool? God damn it. Uh, you've not seen Deadpool? I haven't watched which play yet either. Just watch it with your son. Watch Deadpool with your son. That's a good one with your My son. wife keeps saying, not are you so going to watch your friend's DVD <laughs> not so or not? And I'm like, I will! <laughs> so you didn't see... No, wait, how many Deadpool movies have been released? Just one. Just the, this time. The original one. The, the other one one's is in May. May. Okay. So he's talking about the one with Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Okay. Pegging. I heard there's pegging in it. Someone gets something up their butt. Oh, yeah, there's a little oh. bit of that stuff, yeah. yeah. There's some butt stuff, yes. <laughs> It's Ryan Reynolds and there was, Of course there's butt stuff. Keeping it in comic books, there was butt stuff in um, Happy on Sci-Fi. Which oh, was, I was going to say Happy Lands, the second season Yes, of Sci-Fi. because I ended up loving season one. Yes, it was amazing. I, 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 I'm waiting for that to go on Hulu because they just put 12 monkeys on there. They're probably okay. going to put Happy, but yeah, I'm very excited because Patton Oswalt's the... Uh, He's the voice, the voice of, of the, Happy. Yes, the unicorn. Is it right. a unicorn? It's a unicorn with wings. It's That he sees because of... Drugs? It's the imaginary friend of the little girl that gets kidnapped. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I have one that's kind of messed up. 
Okay, go for it. Oh, now we're up to messed up. Messed it's up. just messed one up. of those things where I just kind of, you know, your face kind of like does this look on the, the when you're, re, you know, it's just you like you scrunch up your nose and you have yeah. this really puzzled, are you shitting me look on your face? Yeah, Wesley Snipes is open to play Blade again or any other Marvel character. <laughs> well, first of all, dude, you're a partial vampire. You old. He is, yeah. He's one of those actors who he looks pretty young still, doesn't he? He looks pretty yeah. young, but he still doesn't look... And they say, like, he was, wasn't he in, like, federal prison for tax evasion or something? Yes, he oh, was. was he really? Yeah. I didn't hear that. Oh, so, yeah. like, is he, if he's still able to look on after prison, then maybe for something like that. I guess he was in, like, uh, minimum you security know prison, he probably. Was in, yeah. yeah, he was in white collar. He was in... I miss Blade. It's funny you brought this up, because I, I've been thinking, reading that... Um, a Spirits of Vengeance miniseries coming out right oh. now. I'm really missing Blade because that character is in there. Um, and they've not done anything. Where is Blade in the Marvel Universe? I have no idea. Uh, He's not in that book? Oh, yeah. He is or he He's is? one of the people that Damon Hellstrom... So what uh, do you mean you're missing him? You know? Just meaning that I wish that I would see more of him. Oh, well, yeah. well, The only character I could think of that he could play in with his advanced age... <laughs> not, he's not that advanced, but yeah, okay. Blue Marvel... But he'd have to grow hair, oh, and he'd yeah. have to be a little more stoic, and because yeah. he's a really smart dude. I forgot uh, about that. And then he could be in the Captain Marvel kind of movies, where you know they, they were on the Ultimates together and stuff like that. It, right. That would be good. And then then that that brings in Galactus and all that. You know, it's, all the that's fun. Yeah, but hmm. that's a lot of newer stuff, right? That a lot of people haven't read. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> he is a member of the what are they called the Ultimates, right? Ultimates, yeah. Before that, he was in the um, I forget which Avengers that was, but it was um, it was the Avengers where uh, Blade was in it for a oh, couple really? of issues. Yeah, huh. um, yeah. Monica Rambeau and a lot of characters I like, but don't seem to get a lot of play. Yeah, Wesley Snipes was in a movie with Sylvester Stallone, aka Rambo. It was called Demolition Man. Oh, <laughs> I love that Murder movie. <laughs> Three seashells. Is that where the murder death kill always came from? Yeah. We used to say that all the time on the old podcast. Yeah, and the murder three, death kill. And the three seashells. Yeah, that's how they wiped their butts. I don't know how that's more comfortable though. Like, how is that better than? Well, they paper? never explained the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, so he we explained. used to sit there, and they give you like a fine, like with a with a receipt every time you swore. Yeah. So he just was like, "How do I use the three seashells?" And Rob Snyder's character is like, "He doesn't know how to use the three seashells." <laughs> so he's like, "Fine," and he goes oh, over to the guys. thing and mm. swears up. A storm, so it's like all this yeah, paper, all this shit, and he goes with a paper. Okay, it's wonderful. I like that he has the little like oh, there's yeah, 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 Richard's like gray in his hair, like yeah, that. yeah. So he's yeah. he's more of an like you know he's oh, cool. supposed to be like in his late forties kind of. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, that he's considered one of the first because he's big, but he's not too big, kind of. Right, like right, yeah, yeah, you can fill that. You can fulfill that role. I was like when they do that with characters. I like that when they do that with Hal, the gray in his hair, Hal Jordan. Yes. In the, the before they made him crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, other thing I ha- other co- I have three other things. This is this one's not really new, so but I'm going to say it anyway. So the Shazam movie has officially yes, begun production. Okay. I don't know that's, if that's real. that's news. I didn't. That's know. what I have. I, I don't oh, know okay, what's well, news filming. then. Yeah. Two of us did it. We'll call that positive. We'll call that one positive. Now we've we've entered positive. And I did notice that Zach Levi, who normally posts, he'll he'll show himself on uh, Instagram naked or just just just, just, but you can't see like he hasn't really shown himself since in the costume early December like mid December no like to see how much his physique yeah oh that's why you think I was just doing this for you like this is where we need another (laughs) video podcast. 
Yes, you can't see how it's big or not big. Or... <laughs> he showed a picture of. Uh, he took a picture of the, the clippy thing, right there. <laughs> no, the um, no, his makeup chair. He goes, "This will be my view every morning for a while." Oh, but it was. Not him. I'm just him. not excited about it. It's not a character that I... I mean, I'm going to go... It's just not a character that I love. Like Ant-Man and Wasp. My, like my buddy Kevin at work, he was freaking out. Oh my god, did you see the trailer? Oh my god. And I'm like, no, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp. The first movie is so good. I know, but they're really starting to get niche They're really starting to get... That's what I like! Nitchy. Oh, all right. This is where it's getting Captain good. Captain Marvel could be good if they do it right. This is where you're a DC guy. This is where you yeah. become a DC guy. Although yeah. you just said Shazam, you're not. Yeah, well, because Shazam... He wasn't originally DC. Yeah, yeah. He got bought out, man. Yeah, that the the Ant Man and the War. I actually looks good, okay. but I wasn't like losing my mind. Ever. Right, right. And for what it's worth, Legion of Superhero is pretty niche. It's extremely niche. It's too niche to even survive as a comic book. Apparently, think about it. And I have something I want to bitch about. All right. Wow, sorry. Since you brought it up, did you? Hey, this is another news item. I'm scared. That just came <laughs> we, we've gone week. back to bitchy. Jeff Lemire <laughs> tweeted this week that the Phantom Girl who is in the Terrifics is not the Phantom Girl. Oh, she's a modern day thing? Like, she's like a current thing. She's supposed to be an ancient ancestor. Really? To the one... A thousand years. Same code name. Same costume. Same powers. That's lame. And so now a lot of people are pissed at Jeff Lemire. Well, not so much Jeff Lemire, but DC and the whole publishing push for that. But Phantom Girl's not from Earth. She's from... What, what is she? The original... She's from Big Tazil. Right. B-G-T-Z-L. So big okay. so Tazil. So then that, uh, that planet are descended. <laughs> so that planet is descended from people who travel from Earth, I guess, at one point. Then? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how they're going to explain that. Right. But they led us all to believe that that was Tinyuazo. You know, our Phantom Girl from the Legion of Superheroes. So you're not as excited, are you? No. In fact, now I wish I didn't have it on my poll. I mean, I'm not oh, saying it's, it's not going to be a good book. I know. It's Jeff Lemire, and it's even Reese, and it's, you know, oh, Plastic gosh, Man, yeah. your favorite character, Metamorpho. So there's Again, hope for it. It's written well. Yeah. Egg boy. <laughs> if you are if you are a little excited or you're interested and you want to know more about Shazam, you can read all the Golden Age Adventures of Shazam for free. Uh, they're legal. You can go and many different comic book websites have them. All the uh, Golden Age and Plastic Man. Faith, if you ever would just want to dive right no. in, she is on fire with a desire <laughs> no. to read more Plastic no. Man. But uh, I, I I would recommend Captain Marvel Junior. Like archive some of the, the some of these sites like collect them for you, so and you don't have to get the single. Yeah, the artwork's amazing. Gorgeous. So it looks like some of the uh, the fact that it's so vague is because DC has been intentionally vague about what the new age of DC heroes yes. is. Yeah. I was reading some Twitter things today. It's very art, like uh, Ron Mars is, was very complimentary. Apparently, it's very art driven. All this stuff, like, mm-hmm. which, I, and I remember reading that, that yeah. they kind of wanted it to be kind of like a new image. Remember how art driven image was in the beginning. I'm going to say something that maybe I'll not regret, but maybe want to pull back on. But I would gather that I, I want to say that comics got really good when they focused on the writing, and I feel like yes. the movies got better because they pulled from those comics that focused on the writing, like the Winter Soldier, Absolutely. those stories, they pulled from those. If they get too art-centric, I'm not saying that's that's not good, but it's going to maybe get some diluted stories that aren't going to be as good to adapt. And I think it's going to bring in a different audience. So you're you're saying that you liked uh, Brian Michael Bendis's Avengers writing? Yeah, I do. I like his Daredevil. I love his Daredevil. I love his Ultimate Spider-Man. I think he overstayed his welcome is my issue. I, I did like his stuff in the beginning. Years. Was it him and Brian Finch? Who was his artist in those on those early issues? When he brought in Spider-Woman... Uh, what are we talking about? Hawkeye. His, his new Avengers. Yeah, Hitch was oh. on some stuff. Yeah. But then... Um, I can't 
can't think of so it wasn't magnificent was it no that was no. Captain America with but, I can't remember but but the early years were good it, essentially they're pulling from the the ultimate line mm-hmm. uh, which he was created for right um, right written cinematic story Brubaker's stuff yeah, on definitely. Captain America definitely and Bendis's Avengers stuff yeah so for all the movies and the nice thing about the movies is that they're de- they're de- they're compressing they're compressing what he decompressed yeah. yeah so yeah I mean it all works out the interesting thing going forward is both Brubaker and Bendis are completely gone at this point from Marvel which is so, another news item we should bring up the rumor that I read today is that Bendis for DC is actually going to be writing Batman. Ooh, that could be good. Or I mean, that's so on the nose, like, what he should be writing. It's like, I almost don't want him to write that as his first book. Yeah, and, and it, I think it's... <laughs> oh, because he wrote Daredevil, I guess? Was yeah. it Bendis who's doing Batman and Plastic Man? He's doing a Batman Plastic Man story, but I don't remember if that was Scott Snyder. That sounds cool. And he's doing an action book, I know that. Yeah, yeah. Action it's a renaissance for Plastic Man. Dang. Because they don't... You know what it is? It's because they haven't done something really with him for so long. Yeah. He's ripe for the picking, as they say. And he wasn't originally a DC character he, either, he, if he I remember correctly. He was not. He was in Police Comics with That's Reprints it. of the Spirit. I, that was a quality book. Quality comics, I think. You'll grow to love him. Plastic is dumb. You'll, you'll grow You know what? I'm going to send you some links on our, our messenger that we have. Links to these websites I go to with all to these free you, golden age comics dumb. that you're going to love. <laughs> I mean, I guess Plastic Man is... <laughs> plastic Man is niche... Yeah. niche whichever we're going by yeah, here yeah. but I wish they had Bendis on something for at least like a year that's just More super mainstream. I think yeah, sorry I'm just going to bitch about your name super niche. build up okay gotcha and then then just go boom like, you know, yeah that makes sense and yeah. just do Bendis Romita yeah like do the two Marvel heavy hitters I know people don't like Romita but that's pretty interesting yeah. like to have you know one of their top I could see them on a team for, year, for 30 years and then one of and their top writer for 15 years. I could see them on a team book, book together. Yeah. Okay. Superman. <laughs> yeah. He is going to be in Action Comics 1000. He's, that's his first story. Right. Um, the only other things I have was that there's uh, Scott Snyder is going to write the flagship Justice League series post-Metal. I don't know if that got anybody excited. There's going to be a weekly Justice League stuff. Now. About space. There's going to be space. Um, is. It's about space the DC stuff. Cosmos, because <laughs> essentially... What Dark Metal is doing is kind of exposing the fact that not everything we know is correct about the multiverse. So it's going to explore yeah. the space it's, and stuff. It's four teams. Four teams. And the other, some other names that we know are uh, Francis Manipool, James Tinian, the uh, the fourth, uh, Snyder and Joshua Williamson. The the new book has it doesn't have a t- it doesn't have an artist yet. The one that the weekly uh, not not the weekly one, but the one he's taking over after he's going to take over the Justice League proper book. That's right. Yeah. And the space thing is about Brainiac, right? It's about these teams going out into space to fight Brainiac. It does, I, the article I read did not specify the villain. I would have liked Joshua. I mean, I guess you know Scott Snyder's great. You know, yeah. but I would have liked Joshua Williamson to try a team book. He's been doing Flash and not feeling it. But yeah. he was really great on Captain Midnight. He did the Captain Midnight, yeah, the, all that, that kind book. of stuff. That um, book was awesome. Yeah, it was. Good. And that ended up being a team book at the, yeah. at the end. Yeah. And I thought that was great. But speaking of the Flash, does anyone care if I spoil something from the Flash uh, comic spoil, book series spoil. this week? Not at all. So there's a Flash. Because I, 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 I haven't watched, I haven't read the Flash in a while, in a little bit. I I tried the Williams and stuff, and I didn't care for it. Um, but there's something called the Flash War. It's going to be like Wally versus Barry type I stuff. I did see that. And uh, somebody, a villain came back today, and and it's a uh, Hunter Zolom in Zoom. Oh wow! And I'm curious how they're going to explain that because he was Wally's like version of. Uh, Ebud Thawne, right? 
But with all this rebirth stuff, I'm not sure how they explain how he fits in or even exists. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's flashes flashes Tiny continuity. Wimey. Yeah, exactly. Wibbly Wobbly. That is the essence of Wibbly Wobbly. Timey one. I'm about to watch. Speaking of Doctor Who, the uh, last episode of Matt Smith's second season, where uh, I found out who River was. Oh yes, <laughs> I was know. it Amy not... Pond? Yes, River Song. Melody, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Melody right. Pond, River Song. Yep, I like that. <sighs> Yes, her become. Oh my God! Spoilers! Spoilers! Yeah. Spoilers! Alex, <laughs> yeah. Alex, Alex Kingston's fantastic. Yeah, she is. We love yeah, her. I like her a lot. She rocks. I like the actress that played like who she was posing as too for like that one episode where like she was a friend of Rory and Amy's when they were little. There was that actress like oh. she was uh, oh, African yeah. American. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Or I guess just you remember that. Who, she was she was River still, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. It was River, but just in a different. She regenerates and then turns into the River. That yeah, she was know. River. Oh, she was called herself River, but. <laughs> Yes, so her parents really did raise her. Yeah, they raised her, but as a friend, of her. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, no, it was one of those things where my, I had I to sit there. Cousin Oliver? I had to kind of like Tyler. do the whole, you know, pause it and then like have my brain like unwind for a minute because it was all tied up in that. And yeah. it was like. It's a well written season, though. I mean, that that yeah. took they they had to plan that out with how they met. Like every time they meet, it's uh, it's further in his future mm. and more in her past. Like I like that. A lot. I can't it's wait very till confusing. he gets. To, I can't wait till he gets to Day of the Doctor. He's gonna lose his shit. Oh, I know. They, is that when the doctors meet? Is that when David Tennant meets? Because mm-hmm. you're gonna get ten and eleven. Yeah. Did anyone watch the He Returned as the Doctor in a short for the internet? Did anyone watch that? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. I personally did not. Yeah, I like David Tennant quite a bit. The only other news I had, everyone, was, and I, I don't read the comics, so I don't know if it's this big news, there's a comic called Birthright that just got picked up um, as a film by Universal. The guys that write Despicable Me are, are going to work with Skybound, like Robert Despicable. I, I never read that. I'm not sure what Birthright is or if I should I am be not familiar. I guess I shouldn't be excited for that. Well, you could be. Nothing wrong with it. I mean, I'm not sure I was trying to think, and I was like, no, it's not one of the little weird ones I do. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Shall we get into reviews? Yeah, I mean, you guys jump do in. Me, do you want me to shit all over mine first? Let's <laughs> go. Let's start from the bottom <laughs> to the top. Yeah, same the same thing we did with the news. Bottom <laughs> top. The bottom yes, because here, right? in a rare occurrence, I hate my comic book. <laughs> yeah, and, and not to beat it to death, but like you do really try to like. It's I, like you try I, to pick things you normally I tr- like. I you, this must have really like. Yeah, it, it pissed <laughs> it pissed me off so that I had to do it because I I was. I mean, I was so angry by the time I was I done. wish I was here to tell you when you were going to get it, do not order. Do not order these. You really yeah. shouldn't like that. Yeah. I mean, you really shouldn't yeah. These are not for you. They're throwaways. Yeah, so never, ever, 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 ever get movie tie-ins. Ever from Marvel. And they, tell them your title. So this shithole is uh, <laughs> Avengers Infinity War Prelude. Now, to be fair, this is for someone who has basically not reading, read reading has not read comics, and their only spot to go read a comic would be, like, Target yeah. or something. Yeah, but now, she's going to get into that. So, they, even those people would be disappointed because so the first, what, the, 10 pages? The people who should be <laughs> ashamed least. of themselves is the writer <laughs> oh. is Will Corona Pilgrim. Never heard the of him. The artist is Ty Walker. Never T-I-G-H. heard of him. I've heard of him. He's, he did some artwork with Kev The colorist uh, is Chris Kev O'Halloran. Brian O'Halloran's brother. He's not even <laughs> supposed to be here today. <laughs> the art is... Not good. Just not good. No. It's just not good. Oish. Who's that supposed to be? That's supposed to be um, uh, Zemo. Or Z- yeah, Zemo? Yeah, Zemo, Zemo. The bad guy from... Baron Zemo? Yeah, oh, from, from, from Civil War. Yeah. 
That looks I mean, like I'm looking at some hand. stuff that's so, pretty good. So, so he could have been that he was rushed. Yeah, maybe. I know, I ho- as I said, it, he could be a great artist on, on something. He could be a great <laughs> artist on another book, but this book. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, it's bad. It's bad. The first ten pages is all Civil at, War bullshit I already saw on the silver screen. Well, and that that to me would be the biggest problem if I had spent that kind of money on this that This is book. my thing. Okay, so my, my whole rant about this thing was is that this is just Marvel bilking people out of money. Fuck you! Right. This is... I didn't need all... The, like, you yeah. could have put this from two books to one book Definitely. and been fine and, with it. Yeah. Because the, the second half of it is what I was here for. Yeah, the first half is what, like, almost like an adaptation of Civil War. Yeah, it was. It basically was. The last part of it, it was basically scr- a, a panel for a screenshot. It was... Yeah, it is. And it goes past the staples, so it's well past yeah, so the halfway point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so now this part, like, the, the, when you get to the middle of the damn book, you finally get some stuff that's semi-new. 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 I would have bought it if I had So basically it's T'Challa <laughs> meeting them outside um, and him saying, Bucky can come with me. I think we have something that in Chicago. In, uh, Wakanda. Wakanda, Chicago. Wakanda, Wakanda, Wakanda that that ha- that will you know help him. I just need to get Zemo to the proper authorities, and he's like, um, "We'll meet you there." Uh, Bucky and I need to do something. So Bucky f- basically helps fly the plane. Then it shows Cap in his suit, which he wasn't in the suit in the freaking movie. Just saying, um, was <laughs> he at least can have his helmet on. No, he point. did. No, he was in his hoodie. Um, excuse me. Nobody says it's Chris oh, Evans. I, <laughs> <laughs> I memorize Chris Evans. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Misery? Yeah, that, uh, we'll discuss later. Yes, I, I would just be totally just, reminded me. Of her. I would be totally. He never of, got out of the cockatoo car. <laughs> <laughs> Are you I'm, saying that she would hobble Chris Evans? <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> and I would love him forever When and she ever. said about Cap wasn't wearing his uniform in the movie when he dove into the raft, that's exactly what she freaks out about, about the old-time movie serials, oh. how they always ended on a cliffhanger, but they would change things between the ending and the beginning of the yeah, next... Oh, he hard. never got out of the cock car! <laughs> he wasn't wearing his Cap uniform! I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. Oh my god, true. Um, so, but you see him go in and like beat all the guards up and then you see him release everybody but then you see you know they have to tell you who everybody is thank you oh. um and t- shows you that um hawkeye goes home with his kids and they did show that didn't they in the movie no oh they didn't show him they with just his kids. showed him going going up to the cells and okay. then that was it but you see him going home to his kids you see um scott going home to his daughter you see Wanda reuniting with Vision, and um, then, of course, he Falcon goes with Cap because right, they're buds. They're besties, friends. They're besties. Besides Bucky. Yeah. Um, so then you see them in Wakanda, um, and his sister is fantastic. <laughs> She's cockier than Tony. She's basically like he's an idiot. I'm smarter than him. <laughs> um, <laughs> but basically, says they're trying to um, map his mind and like get rid of the phrases that trigger everything oh but yeah. they said it's very hard because they don't want to wipe him clean because you don't want to take him away f- you know his essence out of sure. him um but he said they said it's going through a minefield with all the horrible things and all the traumatic experiences um, as like a minefield and all type the stuff of he thing. did as the winter soldier yeah, so you see that and basically then it goes to Syria and you see a woman 
and it's Natasha, and they there's some arms dealers with um, it's the Chikari mm. the oh, yeah, technology yeah, yeah. like warheads, mm. and so then Cap and Falcon um, and everybody they go in and light take up the them, place, light up the place, and they said, and it's bearded Cap, and it's blonde Natasha. Yep. Huh. And Falcon, and basically saying they, they, they need to neutralize those so nobody else can get their hands on them and then find out where they need to go next. And they were going to Lebanon next. Okay. And then you see Tony basically being Tony playing God. I can see why, like, you don't like the artwork without... It's awful! It's, yeah, like, that almost looks like, like an ad, doesn't it? Like, like yeah. that almost looks like one of those interrupted pages for an ad. That, yeah. Like, yeah, it's not good. Um, but you see Tony basically, and then you see a, a sorry, thing for his new, you see his, uh, his new suit that I guess he's going to have in the new one. Oh, okay. But basically, he's saying, yeah, he's doing. He goes, I'll just have to figure out how I could do it alone because he's Tony and he's an idiot. <laughs> As now, this is one of two, right? Yes. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, this was in the middle of it. How much and it was, was it really annoying. Was it normal three ninety nine? That's three ninety nine. It is. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. yeah, this is three ninety nine. Okay. At I'm least gonna, you didn't pay four ninety nine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get the second one just because I want to see what. The, but I swear to God, they better. If they recap any more bullshit for me, I swear. Well, to God. You, you would think now the second issue is gonna have to start with the cosmic stuff, right? It's gonna have yeah. to explain what Thanos is doing and where the stones it's gonna are. Have, I mean, I hopefully they have no more civil war in here. Yeah. You swear to God, what? So they already got your money. Swear oh, to God. God. No, I'm gonna go. You're gonna hear about me on the news. Uh oh. Whoa. Pennsylvania woman punches out several executives. For what it's worth, I and then throws the comic book on top of her, going "Shame on you!" and then rubs their noses in it. (laughs) (laughs) Bad executive. Ty Walker from Ty Walker drew a couple issues of Avengers Undercover, and I really liked that. Um, Mm. Kev Walker drew the other issues, and so I like that. You like that. Who did Power Man? This is bad. And Luke Cage. Uh, recently. Power Man and Iron Fist. Uh, yeah. Sanford Green. Sanford Green. Okay. Yeah, this is okay. not good. And then he also did um, that Mountain Road like, thing. One of the Disney books. Art very oh, often. Okay. Yeah. There's only one other art book that I hated the art so much I actually rage quit it um, and gave the book to Brian because I didn't want it to be fouling my books. What was it? If you, if you don't mind. Don't is that remember. the Hellcat the one? Blab. Which, she hated Hellcat. Oh, really? That was, really? That was it. I loved it. Hated it. I loved that book. Oh See, I think God. that artwork was like that on purpose. I think we have different... Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. We have, di- we have different ideas fine. of what's good. I was fine with it, and then when she got mad or excited and did the whole... Ah, oh, no. You, you yes. just had to kind of accept that no, it was No, I don't have cartoony. to accept... Nope. Don't did have it, to accept anything. Did the writer for that then write for Faith for Value? Or am I getting them... Getting people confused? Uh, no, that's Kate Leth. Uh, Kate Leth right. um, did Patsy Walker. Um, for Valiant, it was um, someone Jody wrote, Jody Hauser. Jody Hauser. What did she write then for one of the big two? She wrote something. She just stop started writing something questions. for DC, I believe. I will stop asking questions. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to apologize. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. So no. So Jody Hauser wrote. Star Wars Rogue One, the uh, well, she adapted it. All right, that one and, was good. And then tell me more. She did some 4001 AD uh, tie-ins. She she did some amazing. She did she does a uh, 
Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows. Okay. That was something I didn't read. <laughs> I did and didn't like it, but it wasn't the art. It wasn't. It wasn't the writing. It was the art. And then for DC, she's doing. Um, it looks like she's done some uh, Green Lantern, and then she also did X Files Origins for IDW. So she she gets around. Boy. She did Mother Panic. She did. Um, what's the one? Uh, Doctor Mirage is that? Is that oh, yeah. She did that for Valiant, so she's she's starting to really I fell do off that one. I yeah, know. me too. Well, actually, I never jumped on that one. That was one of the few that I. I read the first one. That one didn't yeah. grab me. Yeah, but um, I liked her stuff on Faith. Yeah. Uh, are you ready there, Coin Master? I'm ready. I'm ready. Coinus. Coinus with some coins. So this, I'm going to review. Where's the slot machine? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm right. gonna get a tattoo show you of, a slot of a like a slot like right on my forehead, so people put coins in. Oh, nice! Hopefully, no one ever confuse it with like a Charles Manson swastika. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. But swastika is too—it's more like a cross that's tilted with little wing things. It's true. That's that's how I describe. <laughs> I'm gonna review Doomsday Clock number three of twelve by uh, Jeff Johns, Gary Frank. Now, um, this isn't relevant to the actual book itself, except I just want to point out this. If you are reading this book, be aware it is going to buy monthly after this issue. So you're going to have to wait a little bit. Well, dun, dun, dun. Almost take two years they're for it to come out. Skipping April, right? You're skipping it's April, skipping but April. then they're gonna, it's going to go to buy monthly like, consecutively. I think. Okay. Is this because of Frank or Johns? I don't know. Or Frank Johns. And I would assume this book would have some type of fallout that would be like, affecting to the DC universe, like especially if Dr. <clears throat> Manhattan's been running around in DC for years. Pretty sure they said it's insular, because it's yeah, yeah. considered a different Earth, right? No, no. it's not. No? They come from a different Earth. See, now, okay. if you were reading it, you'd know, man. Can I be a bitter buddy? Well, now, that's be a bitter art. Betty. Be a bitter buddy. That's <laughs> art. This is Just art. Say this is art. Um, it's not my kind of art. I like that. <laughs> it's a year like the in colors. the future. Remember? It's not this. So I think that's what gives them the freedom. Yeah. It, this this is occurring a year in the future. Okay, now, what you mean by year in the future? That even though I think it was 1992 in the Watchmen universe, it's like what 2018 in the DC universe. Correct. Okay. Because that whole Superman protocol thing or whatever they keep calling it, the Superman rules, the super. Oh yes, you're right. That's yes. a year in the future. That's right. Yeah. yeah, there's something that you reference where like uh, at least in this issue, I think it was where at the end like they they mentioned the fact that why are all these superheroes like why are the majority of superheroes from America? Right. In, uh, in the DC universe, and the reason I keep saying that is because a lot of this book is the watch. The main thing is like the Watchmen characters are crossing over into the DC universe. They're trying to find uh, John Doctor Manhattan uh, because he, you know, um, they essentially they need him to save the Earth for real this time because right. their plan didn't work. <clears throat> right. Um, if you and you know their plan is, and their plan was, you know, make a huge disaster on Earth to essentially bring everybody together, and that yes. was the plan of an old. Outer Limits episode. Um, I forget what it's called. Uh, mm, so three that. of the Outer Limits. I like the colors. I never watched all the Outer Limits stuff. I did every Twilight Zone, but not the Outer Limits. I have Hulu. Mm. I watched the first episode. It is so creepy. I don't want to go off too much of a tangent. It's it's a really creepy episode. Wow. <laughs> did you piss your pants? No, it, it, was, it was about a guy who was trying to... who uh, worked at like a radio station mm. and was able to send like waves and receive waves from space, obviously. Radio waves. And he gets a radio wave that's sent more like a, a television broadcast, and he captures this being in it who's able to transmit himself through the radio Ooh. waves. And the way they show the character, it's like you only see his outline, and he's made of like he's made of uh, I guess electricity or some type of. Uh, he's not he's not an organic like he's not made of uh, he doesn't breathe uh, matter. Yeah, he's not made of matter. He's made of other stuff. 
So, like waves? <laughs> like waves, yes. But it's just really creepy. His voice is really creepy. Uh-huh. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. But anyway, this starts off with a comedian being killed by... They show Man Again, spoilers for Watchmen. You know on the first panel here who kills uh, you know, uh, the comedian, which is the beginning of Watchmen. So John, we see that essentially that John or somebody plucked him, the comedian, right before he was about to die and hit the pavement. And then he hits the water at first. And I'm sure it was you were supposed to think this... I thought somehow he got transported into like the comic of the Curse of the Black Freighter because it looks oh, that's exactly a, like yeah, the water from right. the Watchmen universe. Then he comes out of the water and you notice that he's uh, he's either by Metropolis or Gotham, like he's in the DC universe. So that's how they explain how he's still alive because the end of the last issue was uh, dun, dun, dun. approaches Ozymandias and like say, says he's going to get him back for killing him. And that's how we start here. So he's the uh, comedian's attacking Ozymandias. They're trying to find John, and they're in Lex... I think Ozymandias is in Lex Luthor's building, trying to find Luthor and get him to uh, help him find John. And then uh, they get into this big fight, and the comedian tries to throw him through the window, and he's not able to because it's protected glass. And he makes a comment about that. How it's kind of ironic how you know he was able to throw through, him through. So, for what it's worth, it's very nice art. It's, it's very it's nice. good. Gary Frank I mean, is always... The layout's oh, not that you know, it, gorgeous. They're doing that on purpose. It's, it, but right. I like the way the art looks. Yeah, that's yeah. great. The good thing, too, I don't think I would like it as much if they made Gary Frank uh, condense all of his, like, every single nine, like, of the 12 or Mm -hmm. nine panels was, like, a single picture. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be very hard to make it out. Luckily, it's more like, the first four, it's like one chopped up panel, like, into four. That's That's what they do in Mr. Miracle as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, You know, for years, DC, you know how my feelings about Alan Moore, and I just think it's hysterical that how for years they tiptoed around him and didn't want to use these characters and this is, yeah, you know, like, holy canon. And money to make. I can just see Jeff Johns, the, the scene where they basically explain that Dr. Manhattan zapped the comedian out of space time, yeah. zipped him over. It's basically Jeff Johns going, fuck you, Alan Moore, fuck you, these are our characters. And I kind of oh. secretly loved it. I actually don't think that that's what he. Means. <laughs> yeah, Jeff's too nice a guy. Jeff's too nice a guy, but that's what I read into it. It's just you know he's a, they're just using you know stock comic book stuff like they're using. I mean that happens in comic books. Well, it's weird to say all the time when people get plucked from like white when they're about to die. That's how they yeah. explain a lot of stuff. In Nothing is sacred, right? But like he, Alan Moore did that when he did with Superman. Like he took tropes and kind of like Hell used yeah. them to make a story better, make you think something was happening. I, I just. I guess you've said it on this show and probably others. Like, I guess he thinks his comics, or that, like the '80s, that's when comics should have like stopped being superheroes. Well, he, I guess he, <laughs> yes. he thinks his shit don't stink. Basically, yeah. well, he thinks that um, it does. <laughs> superhero comics at this point are, or I guess are for children, but people have decided not to grow up. Right. A lot of it, and, and I guess, so it's, but and he's not mad pain. that maybe he's partially to blame for that because he like he wrote very adult oriented and. You know, I think his. That weren't exactly I didn't notice him bitching when it was paying his bills. Right. Just say. Well, he gives this money away yeah. to um, the artist Dave Gibbons. Uh, but no, uh, I guess what his thing is that um, yes, he helped usher that in, but uh, he didn't wallow in it. Where he thinks some people like wallow in it, and the stuff that came after, like Punisher and things, where it's just deconstruction, like dark. Yeah, and it's. Um, for its own sake, and then also uh, reveling in oh. the murder and mayhem, and where it's all positive almost. But to believe that uh, nothing good, yeah. story-wise or art-wise, can come out of that is a little judgmental on his part. No, yeah, I mean, Garth Ennis created some good Punisher stuff, for example, but, hmm. you know. 
Well, the other part of this book is that Rorschach and Batman are meeting. This is this is not the this is, this is not Kovacs. This is a new Rorschach. This is not your father's Rorschach. Yeah, this is not, <laughs> it really isn't. Um, I'm starting. I, I there was someone on Twitter, and I don't remember why he tagged me. I guess it was because I posted something about our show. I don't remember, but um, oh, it's because I posted some picture. But oh yeah, I they had that. theories about who Rorschach I I was. I, I, psychiatrist I, son. The, he's yeah. Like, yeah, he must be. I think because like, didn't the psychiatrist kind of go nuts at the end? It would yeah. give him some type of reason. It's to really the only character. thing that makes sense. That or and this is just that kid blew up. So that's the only other one. Well, he doesn't. Think, he right? doesn't have. Did he have kids? They never say. I guess. No, no, no. The kid uh, next to the newsstand. That's yes, the no, other kid. That no, was yeah, he exploded. They have him. And he exploded. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They show a picture of this boxer at the end, but he doesn't look like the guy. That's the only little like, African American mm. character. He doesn't look anything like this guy, though. So I don't know. I guess it's not really that important. You'll find out, right? I'm or, sure. Or yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but there's Brian and I were talking. I, I don't want to skip around too much, but um, essentially what happens is this is Batman. Lee uh, Rorschach breaks broke into the Batcave and the Wayne Manor last issue. And Batman reads Rorschach's journal, the original Rorschach's journal, and takes Rorschach to where he says he thinks Doctor Manhattan is. And it turns out that he's taking him to Arkham and locks him up in a cell. This, this is where you <laughs> he's a nut job. Him. Yeah, yeah. Um, we see Johnny. I believe it's Johnny Thunder from the JSA, right? It certainly is. And say you. He's waiting. It's a very sad scene where he's waiting for his family, and they are. Um, <gasps> Why does he bleed in the? Sh- he scrubs. He. The- he's trying to. I guess he's washing his face so much. Okay. We're talking about. I'm sorry Rorschach. to interrupt. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's okay. Um, he's uh, this the Warshack was watching his face at Wayne Manor, and he's watching himself so much he starts bleeding. It just it was really weird. He feels dirty and unclean, like he can't get the dirt off or something. And it cuts to uh, the scene I was talking about at an it's like in an old uh, old folks home, I guess. I don't know if that's okay to say. <laughs> um, I'm fine with it. But they're watching an old movie of uh, oh, what's it, Nathaniel Dusk, who is yes. uh, like in the '80s was when DC was putting out all these. Just trying a lot of different things. Throwing stuff at the wall. Yeah, seeing it was what like stick. a Jane Cullen book, and I don't remember who it was wrote it. Like four issues. It was not a big deal. But essentially, they make that like the uh, tales of the Black Freighter in this, where it cuts between these people in a nursing home having a conversation. One of them being Johnny Thunder, the Justice Society, uh, and it cuts to these like murder mystery. Uh, and it and takes films. up a big part of the book mm-hmm. to the point where I got aggravated, and I'm like, "Why is this so fucking important?" And then you get to the end, Back Matter, which the original Watchmen had too, and there they go into the actor that played him, Carver Coleman, who had he died, and you point out the fact that he died the same way Hollis Mason did, right? Hollis Mason. That yeah. was the first night out. Yes, he was, he was bludgeoned, bludgeoned to death with a statue. Right. Now he was bludgeoned by random intruders, right? Right. And this we don't know who killed uh, Carver. Uh, uh, what's his name? Can I apologize? Car- I think it was Carver Coleman. Carver Coleman. And, yeah, Carver Coleman. And he had some something in his past that he didn't want to get let out that they kind of allude to but never say. His whole backstory about having grown up on a farm turned out to be a lie. There was no farm. And they find all these clocks yeah, and watches. secret room. And if you remember, clocks. John was uh, the son of a watchmaker, right? Exactly. The only thing is then, like, how would he be killed by a blunt instrument, but then I was thinking maybe... He's not really dead. He's not really dead, yeah. He almost uses that death as a cover-up to then become someone else. He's like omnipotent. He can do anything. He can kill himself and and resurrect himself. So who knows how long he's been in the DC Universe, influencing things. And who has he been? Right. (coughs) The other thing we get in this, uh, just uh, I'll end here, was uh, there's a cool scene between... um, the, what is the marionette and the mime? Oh, they're awesome. Where they characters. go into it, they they're in Gotham and they go into one of the Joker's bars, and you know, I guess you're not allowed to wear any type of makeup. It's like a rule they have because it's a Joker club. Only and, Joker gets to wear the makeup. And we see a little bit more of the mime's 
uh, powers here because he pulls out a he has nothing in his hand and you see light hit something on, like he it's he, like an invisible gun yeah he has invisible weapons cool. yeah that's it's actually great. really cool and they get I, I really like them they're some of the best new characters in a little bit and she does this thing with her hands and she pulls out this razor wire yeah she and, and they, she oh yeah you go are they considered different from Punch and Judy or are they like I think they're inspired they're by they're tropes of yes the, yeah. but then how does that work like are they going to meet up with the or has that not that they're going that to find him yeah they're going to find the Joker that's essentially they're, what happens here and there's just a great panel where she goes to kill somebody who's uh, like you're seeing that, like through their perspective mm-hmm. and she's like you have such pretty eyes and she takes the piano wire and then the whole panel just fills with blood it was really cool. that's awesome <laughs> But yeah, the issue ends with uh, Rorschach in the cell at Arkham after Batman walks away. Batman was mean, ends. and he tricked him. It was very mean. But I know I I actually am interested in mean. it. Like, this yeah. this is one of those books that can go either way. I, I actually like what they've done with Watchmen, post Watchmen. I liked a lot of the before Watchmen. The Minutemen, I Minute really Men, enjoyed. Yeah. yeah, and I like this. It, that's a that's a lot of story. You have to admit that's yeah, yeah it is, and it is four ninety nine. It is four ninety nine. That one's four ninety nine. Yeah. But it's a lot of story. It's not one of those where it's like it's good paper style. And hey, look at the glossy cover. Yeah, the cover's really nice. It's gorgeous. I, if you were at all like hesitant to get it because you're like, oh, Watchmen, don't touch it. Just it's fun. Get it. Yeah, just get it and enjoy it. Get it. Give in. Are you t- are you guys talking to me? Is that everybody? That is? Anybody who's listening. There. <laughs> so, I wasn't sure. Um, the only thing I I just wanted to mention that. The Thing and the Human Torch, Marvel 2 and 1, number 2, was amazing. Uh, and were they... I just wanted to quick recap mm-hmm. that they at the end of the first one, Brian had reviewed it, and he um, they re-gave Ben like a little... This like little circular object where it, you know, yeah. it, trying to tell him to go find... A, their first adventure so they can go get or oh, yeah. whatever you know and then Ben lied to Johnny because he doesn't really think that he's alive or that yeah. the team's alive yeah but he gave him a little fib to get Johnny keep Johnny going so they uh, they go off to their first adventure which is Monster Island right from Fantastic Four number one uh, and they meet the Mole Man uh, then they meet a character from Monster uh, what's, what was that called the Monsters or Whatever that book was, Monsters um, Unleashed. Yeah, that's it. Uh, this this character, which is really cool, this little like I, I can't remember what this character's name is. Goof or oh, uh, he actually looks he's like he's been from the old tales before. Yeah, <laughs> but I can't. He no, like he's been there before. They like repurposed old yeah. monsters, and that's when they would have like a new monster almost every month, and it yeah. would have a very short name. I, I, I'll look it up. I can't remember. remember it begins name. with a, uh, a G. Is it a G? Why? Oh, because you said Goof or Goth. Um, well, well, I can't find it, but uh, they said it once. But uh, basically, Mole Man and him are fighting over who controls the island after something happened in Monsters Unleashed. I don't know, whatever. Uh, but then Doom saves them when they go to fight, you know, and everything. And then there's this really cool flashback about um, Doom getting an award that uh, and the art's amazing by Jim Chung. Uh, it's I, I think faith, it would be faith approved. Yeah. A little stamp on it. Um, and did you notice the 1998? Did you just discuss? Yes. That? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 1998. They they do they do what they do with the uh, the floating timeline. It's you know they have to do it. They have see to. If, um, see if Ryan knows what that character's name is. Oh, the uh, the monster that we. What, what is the name of this little this character? 
this uh, this character that they attacked, and they're claiming that uh, you don't know it. No, with Mole Man, that you know you they wanted to fight. Me. I know that's really going back. From those old ones, where it's like no one. Googum, Googum must rule. There you go, Googum. Um, no, that's a weird name. But you know, it's a, it's a fun little um, back where they Ben Ben and Google. Reed have a goof. They don't really tell you what exactly they did until a couple pages later. Where they make fun of Victor Von Doof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up. All right. But um, th- look, again, this art's amazing. Um, this, uh, Googum. Googum. Yeah. But instead of the first adventure being Monster Island, it, the first adventure is that. That's their right. first adventure of when they were a team. Ben and Reed together, not the not full the team. Fantastic Four. Right. So they go to the old the old college and see there's another one. We think we think about where we want to go. So they keep adventuring. They go cosmonauting. And the next issue it looks like they are underwater. Or something like we're some kind of big wave. How do you uh, feel about Ben lying to Johnny? That's like uh, it was it was the impetus to keep him going, right. which makes sense. But instead of just giving it up right away, like uh, Alicia Masters said to, he keeps it going. And of course, when you let a lie fester, it keeps building and building and building. But it seems like maybe at the end of the tunnel, which will probably be at the end of this, maybe twelve issues, till they relaunch something else. They'll maybe. come back. Yeah, maybe he'll get saved by it. It's going to be kind of like he's lying to Johnny to keep Johnny going, and they go out into space, and then they actually end up finding Reed and Sue and the kids. Yeah. Um, what's what's going to... The, 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 this is what I needed. The this big, is oh, God. The bigger complication is that Victor knows the truth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and he's going to use that at the worst possible time. And he's trying to be good, but it's his version of good. Exactly. In other words, Victor knows that Ben is lying to Johnny. Right. And he's just going to... Because he's been spying on him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's being good, but he's still spying exactly. on him. Exactly. <laughs> I forgot to say, the reason that he was able to save them in Monster Island is because he was spying on them the entire time. Right. Um, exactly. As friends do. Yeah. You know. I'm spying on you guys right now. <laughs> I just won't say where. <laughs> um, the, the only other thing I wanted to mention, uh, we all have it. Um, I don't know if... I don't think Faith brought it, but no, this is oh, it is. Yeah, okay. I didn't bring it. I oh, it oh, but I didn't I get to read it. Yet, I went so. in on Faith, and it was Brian. Actually. Yeah, I forgot to. But the stuff. last issue of Sherlock Frankenstein and the Legion of Evil. This this thing is a treat for anybody oh. that's a fan of comics, uh, superhero comics. Talk about gorgeous. Oh, art. the colors, David Rubin. Color he's one of just. Every, I know he's one of Brian's favorite yep. artists. He's one of my favorite artists from Aurora West. Aurora West, yeah. Which hasn't, you know, nothing's come out since, but, you know, whenever it comes out, you know. It was Battle Pope first, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Battle, Battle Pope. Uh, Battle Pope? Paul no. Pope. Um, Battle Battling Boy. Boy. Battling Battling Boy. Boy. Yeah. Battle Pope was a Robert Kirkman book. That's right. Battle Pope and uh, Pauline Boy. <laughs> you know, by Pauline Boy. That's it. Yeah. But this essentially reveals the Sherlock Frankenstein story. And I, I don't know if I we love should this pseudo JSA. just reveal everything here, but I mean, we should, really should mm. not tell everything because you got to go read this damn thing for yourself. Yeah, it's, yeah. A yeah. it's a treat. It's a treat for a fan of comics. 
Um, and then they're going to start right back up again in, I think, next month with another miniseries. Which well, was a preview for, and I really like the art in that, too. And get this, I just got the new previews today, and Black Hammer's coming back. Oh, so, they're gonna have, so they're going to have duels. So they're going to be running concurrently. Is that Joe Furuma, I think, is is that who it is uh, doing the art on the next one? Max Furuma. Oh, Max, Max Furuma. Uh, so you guys are going to be orgasming over that next week. I'll be getting oh, two yeah. Dark Horse yes. books a month. That's crazy. I mean, I haven't done that in years. I mean... Not since the superhero line was squashed. Yeah, and I thought with Karen Berger coming, I'd be getting like all those books, and not really. No, unfortunately. But let's pause this. Let's pause. Yeah, yeah. and stuff. <laughs> I just um, this is a must read. It's so great. It's it's like Lex Luthor with a twist, with a you know, with a combination of Let's Sherlock see. Holmes and Lex Luthor with yes. a more Sprint understandable. Force. Fall, I'd say, like you can. Oh, yeah, I feel yeah. like you can sympathize sympathize more with Doc, uh, with Where Sherlock Franklin. Lex takes the plunge. Yeah, Lex is more selfish. I would also have to mix in a dash of the animated Mister Freeze. Yes, yeah. just, that's just by looks. Yeah, and well, also and by the, the, Nora the backstory. Revenge is a dish best served cold. And I, oh, yeah. I, I like the animated version as opposed to the current version where. It turns out Freeze is just a big ass creep. Yeah, and he yeah. Asked, and she actually didn't love him back. They ruined that. He yeah. was just a he was just <clears throat> a creepy ass motherfucker. Yeah. In the Me Too mo- caught up in the Me Too movement. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> well, it was pre Me Too because it was uh, Batman Annual Number One. From oh yeah, well ago. he should have been okay. caught up in the Me Too. Some of that shit's just. Oh, I love this series. Mm. Yeah. Um, I liked a lot of the analogs. There was a Doc Savage uh, character. There, there was, like, was the Shadow character. Oh, Crimson yeah. Avenger. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. That was fantastic. And a Wonder Woman character. Oh, yes, yes. There was... Um, there's a ca- there, I, I want to know who this is here. But like, Wait, let me see. It's almost like Vigilante. That's like... From the Seven Vigilante. Soldiers of Victory. <laughs> that's Starman. <laughs> that's Starman, yeah, yeah. And that's who we're going <laughs> to... That's who this book is. That's the... Um, and I mean, Doctor. And that guy is Doctor Midnight. They, they never name him, but that's his costume. That's okay. basically the Doctor. The Midnight. That's supposed to be like Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. The only flaw which isn't a flaw is that I wanted more. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, I could. Re- I would read an orange line of this. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they, yeah, they're very smart about it. They don't blow their wad. He doesn't give everybody. And, and then wow, let it drag on and forever. And quality. Sure. Yeah. Wow, the quality. Hawkman, though, the Hawkman is almost too much. Like Hawkman. I know. I know. <laughs> like, like, I'd always rather have short quality than drawn out and bullshit. Right. Agreed. Absolutely. Yeah, apparently the premise of the new series, I was just reading the blur before you guys got here in the new previous catalog. She, the daughter, now becomes the new Black Hammer. Lucy Weber. Lucy Weber becomes the new Black Hammer. And just as she goes back to the other world and is getting ready to tell them what happened and why they're stuck there and how they can escape, she gets zipped off to yet another alternate reality. And that's what that series is going to be about. Mm -hmm. And that's almost like someone uh, is controlling that be, yeah like it's like it's so convenient that she gets pulled just as she's <laughs> yeah. about to be explain no, everything. i want to say the name of it since we talked about it one moment she's no she's probably i mean to me she might be the best character yeah and she wasn't even a character till what 10 issues in or what was she seven seven no, was she had her great, own seven, that great right? cover yeah. with you know, okay it's called age of doom Black Hammer, Age of Doom, and it is listed as an ongoing, and it starts oh, cool. April 18th. Oh, nice. And it's the original artist, the uh, Dean Ormston. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess, I mean, yeah. other than Golden Gale, which all I'll say is Golden Gale's in this, um, yeah. you, I think Golden Gale and Lucy Weber are probably the two best characters out of this uh, 
I think, I think you can say what happened. If you were reading Black Hammer, like they revealed that with Golden Gale and Black Hammer already, didn't they? That she wanted to. Well, they had that she wanted to date, um, but they they had that she did find. I think they mentioned like that she had found someone and she was pulled away from them. Oh, that's right. I guess they or whatever. Was, uh, but then she wanted. She was turned down uh, by. Um, I can't remember his name now, but he eventually revealed that it's just because he's not that into you. But he might be into. Yeah, he's just not that into you. Yeah. Well, it has nothing to do with you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has to do with him. So yeah, I think he's right about the priest in town too. By the way. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course. Oh, I felt that vibe absolutely. Was, <laughs> you were in the room. You sensed yeah. it. I did. I sensed it. It was like, the gate are pinged. Ping. Well, are we going to find out? Are those people? Do you think real people that that someone That's put there, or are they? Because like, it's really creepy. Something it's to stir like up all the worst right. parts of her. Or not the worst, but like all their anxieties. Yeah. Well, the people that always look at, um, I guess it was Lucy went, like they were getting ice cream in the one issue. Like they look at her the same way every day. It's like, how can those be real people? Creepy. Yeah, and there were no, <laughs> there were no yeah. words in any of the books in the library. Yeah, the and... librarian was even like befuddled by that. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, hey, well, okay. Uh, well. Wait, you want words? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want words in these books? You almost think it's like, um, what, what was that? Uh, what was that? Um, there was that, like, kind of, yeah, ple- yeah, it was Pleasantville. like a, Pleasantville, yeah, it was like that TV, oh. you know, that fake world. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you have anything else anybody want to talk about? No, the only other thing is I'm really enjoying the Phoenix Resurrection. I wasn't sure if I would. Matthew Rosenberg, as a writer, has been doing some good stuff, and Lino Francis, you did some artwork. Uh, he's going to do the last issue, which comes out today. Yeah, I guess this week. Yeah. Uh, this was the I'm up to the fourth issue, so I'm not quite up to date. But Ramon, uh, Ramon Rosanis, who did Ant Man, beautiful artist, who's great. Yeah. Uh, basically, there's this big, big ass egg, and inside the egg, the phoenix is sort of like priming yep. Jean Grey to willingly accept the phoenix, because otherwise, you know, eventually the phoenix will get rejected, just like she, it's been rejected in like. What, Rachel been rejected in Hope. Uh, yeah, Hope. It's been rejected in um, well, Jean before, right? Um, and then the only person that knows how to save is Old Man Logan. Decides oh, to, yeah. and I'm wondering, like, since I haven't read it, Old Man Logan, I know is starting with a new arc, but is this the beginning of the end of Old Man Logan? Because, because we don't Wolverine's have... coming back, mm-hmm. and also this would be like the end of his story, saving Gene. You know, right? So, guys, none of us have even tried. Like, none of us have tried Old Man Logan. Either. No, I've been reading it in trade. Oh, okay. Oh. It's we good. It's very good, actually. Yeah, and I've been reading All New Wolverine in trade as well. Okay, because I was going to um, say that one of them was by yeah. Jeff Lemire, I believe, and and Dream Oh, really? Sorrentino. Uh, yeah. Tom Taylor has been doing All New Wolverine, and um, Jeff Lemire did the first three arcs. Uh, three or four arcs of Old Man Logan, and now it's somebody else. Okay, okay. because okay. Jeff Lemire started—he's just doing his own stuff now. Yeah, well, I like that. Anyways, but yeah, yeah. It, it's no- the best of both worlds. Number five of that series, the one that came out today, is supposed to once and for all definitively explain the relationship between Gene and the Phoenix. That would be good. From what I understand, it's supposed to lay it to rest. So that Jean can now come back as an adult, and she can go on to lead other teams of X-Men as a telepath and as a telekinetic, and not have to deal with this fucking flame bird anymore. And then the other Jean Grey is still going to have her own little book, or is that ending? No, that's going bye-bye. Okay. Uh, issue sure. 11. I issue know a 11. lot of different books that, that Gwen pulls ending, and a bunch of other yeah. ones have been ending. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's the calling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they've been doing more and more. You know, they they unfortunately they they've been going to those weekly series because they sell because retailers don't know how to adjust the first couple weeks, so there's automatic sales right there. Yeah. Uh, so Avengers is doing weekly, which is actually a good book. But then Guardians ended, but it's going to be that Infinity, yeah, Prelude that. or whatever, and that's weekly. And then you said for DC, they're doing a weekly. Justice League's going to be weekly. Right? <laughs> and then they're yeah. probably going to do another weekly, too. It's Just for it, a short period, though, It's rough on retailers, man. Yeah. It's rough yeah. on retailers. It I is. I don't know if there's any other than a weekly pimps, book. <laughs> Ever been a weekly book that I feel like doesn't like peter out and kind of like It's my too interest. much. Well, there was yeah. the one yeah. on, on the previous podcast. Everybody seemed to like that. Batman no, that's true. The Batman, but they didn't do it for a full year. They did it for twenty six. Is that years. what it was? Yeah. With fifty two, I was. It held my interest for a while, and with like they with the subs, the ones after that, when they did Trinity and something else, I was just I just didn't try. No. Well, when you make it just one big ass story, it can get tough, especially when it's a weekly. You have multiple writers, multiple yes. artists. You juggling. Only way they can keep it out, right? Where like if you have. Um, when it was Hickman that did Fantastic Four and he's so obsessive that he had mapped it out prior to even being um, interviewed <laughs> being pitched it yeah you know right. um, he and could his deal, run was amazing you know that, that's like a concise three year run it you should know, always but. be quality over quantity yeah it should always be quality yeah, over quantity. quantity especially now since DC and Marvel are owned by bigger corporate entities they need to put out a percent and, and a just a blank amount of comics per month, regardless. They just have to splat it out there. They need a minimum percentage of the market. They have to do it, or else people will get fired. So that's this kind of leads me into perfectly leads me into a question that I wanted to ask. And we don't have to answer it tonight. You can maybe food for thought till our next show. But Ooh, homework. I was thinking back to the old podcast okay. and. All the times we used to say, we would sit around that table for hours and hours. I mean, that was back in the days when we would each review like three comic books. I don't know how we did oh, yeah, it. We yeah. would each sit there and review we like three comic like books a night. We'd leave it like 12.30 in the morning. And we used to say over and over and over again, we live in a comics renaissance. You know, we are so privileged. There are so many great books out there. It's like impossible to afford everything that you want to buy. That's true. Do you still feel that way? That is my question to you. Do you still feel that that is true? I don't know that I do anymore. Not as much, but I feel like the quality of the books is still better than it used to be. Okay. And uh, I just, I do feel that because there's so much TV and comics, there's so much stuff in the movies, I think people are satiated with that. Like, if you if you like superheroes and sci-fi stuff, and you you don't have to read comics to get, like, your film. Like, you really don't. There's so much of it. Like... We we grew up and lived in a time like where like there, if there was one thing on TV that was comics, you watched it right. just because it was comics. That's all you had, yeah. right? But you don't have There's to do that so now. There's little, so much stuff you can but. pick and choose. Well, I think me, that really affects it more than they think it does. For me, yeah. it, I think it, for me, I'm ha- very happy with with everything. But I, you guys stick more towards the bigger mm-hmm. companies. But I go for all such the little and weird stuff that. Right. I love this the the stuff that's coming out now because it's so different right. from anything. It's more my weird yeah. niche. And you also of stuff. with you, you're newer to comics, yeah. so like you don't have another time period to compare it to. Yeah, like basically. I mean, I I picked up comic like I, right. I was around like my cousins and neighbor boys yeah. and stuff like that that had comics, but never to the extent that you're collecting now. No, or, but I and yeah. I and you, I had you get to more give than them any back. Of this. And yeah, you get I, all of us put together. Like, she had lost years to make up for. When I started yeah. comics, comics were shit. If you read 
the stuff that I you, you're was talking nineties. Yeah, yeah, nineties were even bad. Then, if you, if you fish bad. around, there's great stuff. Well, yeah, but yeah, now, there's yeah. just yeah. And for they, me, I had to get there's back. so much because now mine. you can find anything. It's just I don't know about percentages. If you know, it's amazing, but. There is something for everybody. It's just a matter of finding it and getting it in their hands, and that's the no, tough. Oh yeah, part. I go yeah. on eBay and I can part. get the new, like I can get a whole run of the new warriors, or I can get a whole run yeah. of you know for whatever I want or comicsology. So I'm like, ooh, Firestar's all that fine. Killing a retailer, you know, not <laughs> comicsology, but slowly Digital. the problem of getting it into the hands of the people and the model of having them having to prepay everything and then hoping people come in to buy it and then even people that order it and maybe they'll stop coming you know and all yeah. this stuff you know and it's, then it's Amazon hard that weekend's like you know what we're gonna do we're gonna double discount stuff so you can get a Marvel Epic Collection for two ninety eight. dollars and now that you know that they are corporate owned well, it's yeah. it makes you know and I know it's very hard for real to you know anybody retailers who that have to comic pimps yeah say they have to and yeah. they have to go after people saying you ordered all these are you gonna we're gonna put are your you stuff on the shelf them? which is why I'm always like I feel bad if I'm like sick a week and I'm like yeah. well, he messaged me today he's in. like you didn't come to get your books at lunch and I was like no I'm just gonna get up tonight because he thought I was like sick or something yeah. I just when we <laughs> well, did they the... actually like were, were concerned about me because some I think you came in to get your books and I was sick oh and yeah he's like oh they're sick because they were like are she okay yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but like I'm still reading Saga, East of West, Black Hat, uh, yeah. Black Science. All I'm reading all these like long series. I still get graphic novels and things like that. But the thing stuff on this, I mostly review the more mainstream you know, Marvel. Yeah, you know, I really Marvel. started thinking about it when we did the the year end review episode, and we had the question like favorite company. We ended with that, and I really I thought yeah, I, and I was thinking about remember back in the days when like Archie was putting out their horror stuff regularly, and when Valiant was still publishing books like Unity and Imperium that I just I mean don't get me wrong I love Valiant but not the way that I loved Unity and the way that Imperium just blew my fucking mind. Yeah. Joshua Dysart like where did he go? I do you think know? that there's still are books like I am. Third, like every issue of like Sherlock Franks and Black Hammer, like that is that book's amazing. It is. That, that's it's, probably that's, top of the heap. Yeah. Well, that's probably top of the heap. That's right another thing. Um, someone like Joshua Dysart, I think he's great. He's he writes other, TV. Yeah, he, I was just going to say he writes other genres. Matt yeah. Fraction went to TV. Yeah. Kelly Sudaconic went to TV. A lot of they writers away with have gone to TV. Yeah. Consistent money benefits. Yeah, and, and who can blame them? Right? Who can blame them? I think it's still in print, but every time we bring up Dysart, read his uh, Unknown Soldier from DC. The Vergo series is really good. I gotta remember that, right? Josh Dysart. It's not traditional Unknown Soldier either. It's like. Okay. uh, His own spin on it? Yeah. Okay. Well, the last thing I'll say is my thing about uh, the issue of getting it into the hands of the person. Hmm. This book, I read Cal Exit number one maybe like six, seven months ago and thought it was amazing. Where the hell was number two? Hmm. And you know what? I just learned. Today, that number two is coming out in two weeks. Oh. And I checked previews. Oh. I couldn't find where it was from Black, Black Mask. I couldn't find where the hell it was. It was like, I didn't order it. Ahead of, I didn't know. Uh. I guess it was solicited. It was snuck in there somewhere. I didn't see it. So now I'm going to have a hell of a time trying to track it. I doubt he ordered it because it's not his fault. Why would he order yeah. it? Hoping that someone would come in and buy number two of a Black Mask 
comic right. that nobody has on their phone. He always says when he does the orders, he's like, this is weird. Oh, faith. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so, She's the only one getting this. You know, yeah. I would Maybe pick up a lot of your I don't keep a pull list because I can't, you know, I can't come here enough. It's not worth, you know, I, I live too far away for me to yeah. merit it. Where you guys live or work right around here. Right. So, you know, um, I figure it's probably better for him if I don't have a pull list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... I, I, you know, it's something like that. Like, with the amount of comics, a comic I really liked, I didn't even know it was coming out again. Yeah, that's true. It can be and overwhelming. Southern Bastards just came out again, number 19. Like, the second... Uh, yeah, that book should be, like, in the 30s or 40s. Well, right? Yeah, j- because Jason Aaron's been doing Mighty Thor. He's been, yeah. And the he one did Doctor that, Strange and all that. Yeah, I was going to say, and, and it, along with Image, um, that... The week that Brandon was on, when you were out, and he convinced us to buy that... Um, Seven to Eternity. Seven to Eternity. Do you know... I bought the first trade off that. I, I haven't read it yet. I bought the first two. I bought the first Do you know a new issue of that book has not come out yeah. since... I don't know when. But it does... Black that book, comes out. That book does yeah. seem to have very, like, passionate fans. Like, Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's good. It's very good. I mean, I'm not... I don't think I'm as thrilled with it as Brandon was, but I'll, I'll keep up with it for a while, but... That goddamn liar. It's like, it's like an Archie Horror book. It comes out, like, once a year. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I have, I honestly, I have. I might not giving up, them. but like with Archie Horror, I'm just like, I'll just get it when it comes out. Yeah. I, I, I don't care as much as I used to. Yeah, I'm getting it in trade because I <laughs> imagine how long the trades are going to take. Because I can't deal. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah. you're missing what the first trade gets. What the first six issues? So you haven't gotten the Salem issue. Right? That's one of the best ones. Yeah, that's really. Good. And I have two copies of that. I'll give you one. I have the co- I have the Comic Con exclusive, and I have the regular cover. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I have the. And with that, like, I'll be happy to see. Maybe I'll get Netflix and watch the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on that. You know, so maybe I don't need to read the oh, fucking no, Yeah, because I have the first one that I got that at Comic Con. Oh, that's great. Okay. Because it remember it, they were having that Uber sale yes, on yes. Sunday. Yes, and it was oh, for places, five like, bucks. We want to leave. We don't want to take all this. Work. Archie, it's oh like, my god, what, five, Archie would give their bucks. stuff away. Trades they gave you, for five dollars. They gave you five dollars. <laughs> <they're laughs> no, yeah. Take this off our hands. Yeah, I think it's. I, I paid five bucks for the for for the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, yeah. the first volume one. Yeah, IDW was doing that too. They had all these Ninja Turtles and like Thunder Agents books for like five bucks. These like it, it looks like uh, Joshua Dysart did some free comics for the World Food Program to raise money, oh. and he's really into that. Okay. So he was doing well, that. He found his niche. And he also lives in South, Southern California and writes TV. So okay. that answers that question. That's why he's not doing he's comics an amazing right writer. now. That Imperium is one of my all-time favorite comic book series. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, his Unknown Soldier was about, like, guerrilla warfare and like tyrants tyrant like leaders in Africa it was really wow. like, kind of, was, I guess that must be his thing then <laughs> where he's me. raising money for programs and stuff damn huh. now I feel like shit I'm reading I'm here reading comics <laughs> sure thing yes. don't forget to follow us on Twitter we're at universe pod you can like us on Facebook just search for the pod at the end of the universe you can send any emails you'd like to say to us say something nice like hey I like listening to your show it's pretty good <laughs> Uh, say it like, just like that. Yeah, just, just word it like that. Or like, hey, I liked your show. It was pretty uh, good. <laughs> Theuniversepod at gmail.com. Uh-uh, you can send those emails to <laughs> I'm Corn Operated Chris. I'm Go Forgive Me. Silver Fox. Strike Mr. Ellis. Bye-bye. Have a great week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>